Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2087. Three Things the Golden Girls Taught Me About Grief by Shelby Forsythia of shelbyforsythia.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hello and welcome to another bonus Sunday episode where I share an article from one of the other podcasts in our network that I think will add some value for you here. Today's post comes from Optimal Relationships Daily, where articles covering all types of relationships are read to you every day. So with that, here's Greg with the post and commentary as we optimize your life. Three Things the Golden Girls Taught Me About Grief by Shelby Forsythia of shelbyforsythia.com. It's amazing how four fictional women have impacted my life. The Golden Girls, the show that used to be my personal escape of choice from the pain of losing a close-knit friendship, has morphed into one of my favorite portrayals of death, divorce, and diagnosis, the losses so many of us face across our lifetimes. I love finding grief vignettes in there every day. So, when I celebrated the 10th episode of my podcast, I made it special by focusing solely on The Golden Girls, a show that has not only made me laugh until I cry, it's informed and reframed my perspective on grief. Dorothy, Rose, Blanche, and Sophia were witty, smart, caring, and resourceful when it came to loss, sometimes cracking jokes, sometimes sitting together over coffee or cheesecake, sometimes telling stories about the past. Through the myriad of ways they coped with the losses they faced on the show, they taught each other and their viewers three heartwarming truths about facing grief. Number one, death is inevitable, but we don't have to do it alone. What's interesting about the Golden Girls is that death is not a new concept for them. Oftentimes on sitcoms, when a death happens, it's a new or shocking event for most of the characters. Dorothy, Rose, Blanche, and Sophia were introduced already knowing death on a personal scale. So the truths that they presented were based on previous life experience. From the very first episode, Blanche, Rose, and Sophia were quick to tell stories of their deceased husbands, and within the first season, all of the girls attended a funeral together, talked about Rose making up a will, and faced the very real possibility of Sophia dying. What they taught throughout all seven seasons of the show is that, yes, death happens. Sometimes it's expected, and sometimes it's not, but it's a reality that all of us face. The girls also taught through their words and their actions that we do not have to face death alone. Several episode openers included a pair of the girls coming back from a funeral. They all supported each other through Blanche's father's death and Dorothy's brother's death, 
and many, many kitchen table cheesecake scenes included stories of friends and family who were deceased. Number two, former partners are never truly out of our lives, but we can set healthy boundaries for those relationships. Only one character in the show comes close to appearing as often as the Nuclear Four, and that's Dorothy's ex-husband Stan. The Golden Girls does a wonderful job of depicting the longevity of divorce. Dorothy and Stan's relationship isn't just a focus of the first couple of episodes. It's a recurring point of conversation and interaction in all of the seven seasons. If Stan isn't physically present in an episode, Dorothy or Sophia is telling a story about him, or one of the girls speaks with him on the phone. This is very aligned with how divorce plays out in our real lives. Divorce is very different from death in that the people we divorce or break up with are all still very much alive. Dorothy and Stan try on a lot of relationships before the series finale. They hate each other up close and at a distance. They think about getting back together and almost get married. They sleep together. They go to therapy together. They own real estate together. They parent their kids together. And they work through an IRS audit together. Finally, at the beginning of the last season, Dorothy tells Stan their relationship seems to work best when they're just plain divorced. And he agrees. What these constant interactions teach is that it's okay for former partners to linger in our lives. Often, we can't prevent it. But we can communicate where we are and what we're feeling, so we can set healthy boundaries with them going forward. Number three. Diagnosis can change how we see ourselves, but we have the power to reframe. The average ages of the Golden Girls gave the writers of the show a golden opportunity to explore diagnosis. Menopause was a recurring theme in the show, and in one episode where Blanche finds out she's going through the change, is a deep dive into the idea that our diagnoses have a big impact on the identities we create for ourselves. Another episode features a bitter Dorothy refusing to get a hearing aid. Another episode shows Rose facing the possibility of contracting AIDS from a blood transfusion she received during surgery. And of course, we learn from the very first episode that Sophia is living with the aftereffects of a stroke. A stroke that destroyed the part of the brain that censors what she says. What the Golden Girls does, and does beautifully, is shows that it's normal and natural to be emotionally affected by a diagnosis you receive. We all see ourselves in very specific ways, and we all have a desire to be young and healthy. But our changing and aging bodies don't hold up flawlessly with time. Diagnosis definitely alters our identities, but we have the power to reframe and recalibrate those identities to include our diagnoses as well. You just listened to the post titled, Three Things the Golden Girls Taught Me About Grief, by Shelby Forsythia of shelbyforsythia.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show 
will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Golden Girls, what a show. Uh, Fun fact about me. In spite of the fact that I was born in 1991, for some reason, uh, The Golden Girls was a show that my high school girlfriend and I watched together religiously. I don't know where it came from or what compelled us to not do or watch something more normal for 17-year-olds, but that's what we love to do, and uh, no regrets, I suppose. This is a great show and a great assessment of it on behalf of Shelby. And in spite of how weird it may sound that I used to watch it at such a young age, um, I feel the lessons Shelby highlighted are really very crucial for youngsters. A common fallacy at that young age is to dodge or avoid or convince ourselves that death and divorce and other adult despairs are not for us. We don't think about them. We ignore them or, you know, at the very most, choose to put off learning about them until we are swept up in one of them. And while part of being young is the tendency to not conceive of such things, learning the truths about them, truths illustrated by the Golden Girls, indeed allows us to be better prepared for them and not have our first instinct to be running away when they do come up, but rather to accept the ups and downs, accept the inevitabilities, and find sanctuary in a support system of friends that can help us through. So this episode goes out to the young guns. Watch this show full of old ladies. And uh, for parents, make your kids watch the show full of old ladies. (laughs) Thank you to Shelby for letting me revisit the Golden Girls today. Thank you to all of you fine people for stopping in and listening. We're going to close out our first episode of the week, but have no fear. We will be back again tomorrow with a great post featuring therapeutic techniques by Shana Olmstead. I will see you there, everyone, where your optimal life awaits.